This is a CNIB Foundation podcast. Discover the specialized and mainstream technology that's transforming the lives of blind and partially sighted Canadians. From the simple to the sophisticated. We'll explain what it is and how to make the most of it. This is the CNIB Smart Life Tech Cast. Here are your hosts, Jason Fair and Chris Chamberlain. Hello and welcome to this episode of the CNIB Smart Life TechCast. I'm Jason Fair and I'm sitting here with Chris Chamberlain. And it is Jason and my special honor and treat to welcome David Dennis, one of CNIB's longest standing employees who has worked in the store for the past 25 years. And we thought it'd be great to bring David in today since he'll be leaving CNIB within the next week or so to talk about the history of his involvement with the CNIB store. And David has also brought in some special products that he'd like to show us as well this morning. Great to be here. Tell us a bit about maybe how you got started at CNIB. Uh, you said 25 years well, ago? Yeah, about 20, but pretty longer than that. Because when I started having vision issues, I came to CNIB. And my background's always been in retail. I worked at Simpson, where I first moved to Toronto from Woodstock. And I was there for quite a few years, and then it had switched over with Sears. Since it was sold to Sears, and, we, and I worked at Sears, I lost my job. But at that time, I started developing some problems with my vision. I lost my sight in my right eye when I was about 10 years old from a detached retina. And a few years later, I had another detached in my left eye. And so I went for surgery, and I corrected it. And, um, but then I developed glaucoma and cataracts, and I lost quite a bit of my sight. So I came to CNIB, and during that time, I was unemployed. And I wanted something to do. And since I've always been in retail, I decided to work in the store. That's when my first experience working in CNIB as a volunteer. And then during that time, I, did, I wanted to uh, find a new outlet to, to, for a new career. So I went to the, uh, the Office of Procedures Program to George Brown College at CNIB. During that time, I was volunteering. Uh, and what happened was uh, Judy Keffer was the manager then, and um, she needed to go on vacation. So I came in for two weeks, <laughs> 25 years ago. 25 years later. I, ne- I never wow. left. That two weeks never ended. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it's been an awesome experience. So I met so many amazing clients that have come in, the stories they've told me, and the way we were able to help a lot of people that have come in has yeah. been the most rewarding thing of all. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. The amount of products that have changed over the years, I'm sure like... Yes, a lot. <laughs> when I mean, this podcast is about technology, but not only are we talking about high-tech stuff, we're talking about just any technology. So high-tech, low-tech, doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Are there any products for you, David, that really stand out over the years? The light sensor. Remember that? You, oh, you yeah. Oh, it, I it, do. Yes. It gets close to the light. But when people come in, a lot of time people come in off the street, the store was always their first experience of coming to CNIB. Sure. A lot of people weren't aware that a lot of people come in were just having low like vision issues. They're not totally blind. Right. But they're just having trouble seeing. So a lot of times people look like talking watches, maybe some type of magnifier so they can read some print a little bit better. And that, that was a lot of times their first introductory to CNIB is through the store. And a lot of times they'll pick up like large print playing cards. Simple little things like that was, was the key, I think, to a lot of people's introduction to getting services through CNIB. Because I think a lot of people have issues of accepting that they have sight loss and they want to try to get around that in some way. But then they find other services that are available that can help them, like O&M and 
in ILS, which used to be rehab services. You do a lot more than just selling products. I mean, you're, you're the cane repair guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watch repair guy. <laughs> watch, watch repair. Um, we fix lots of things. Yeah, exactly. You do. You do. David, and I make you, things. <laughs> and, and David, you brought a few products in to uh, demonstrate to our listeners today. Yes. And perhaps uh, you could start by... Well, going through the list that you have, and yeah. we can pick them yeah, off things, one by one and just see what you've got. Yeah, things that would be popular for Christmas for a lot of people. We have, like, low-vision playing cards, and we also have cards that are in Braille. And um, let's see here. Uh, I have an idea what they look like. Oops. I'd like to see the Braille ones. There we are. There's a, uh, I'll go pass that down there. Okay. And then we, um, the newest ones we just got in, though, are really, really cool. They're the game called Uno. Oh, yeah. I know. And that's a fantastic game that everybody loves to play. And these cards are done in Braille. Oh. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna give you the, the whole little deck here, okay, that you can slide the cover off if you want. Okay, yeah. And Dude. it comes with... And, there, and it's about 13 bucks for... Which is really reasonable, because I think if you buy the regular cards for around that much money... Yeah, for sure. Now, now, Braille playing cards, aren't there sort of two different standards? Well, there's American and there's British. Yeah. These are the American ones. Yeah, I think what the, they have right now are they may, they've gone to American style. The British ones, I don't think that they have now. They don't have it. Yeah. They used they, to come they, in a tin Right, that's right. Uh, these, container. Yeah, these are what the current ones called the Elite, and they're probably around $23 for a deck of cards. Okay. Yeah. $23. Yeah. yeah. And they're also large print, too. So oh, that's really they? good because people that with low vision can play as well, oh, which is really great. That's what I like about those cards too. Yeah. And they're like a plastic card, so they'll last for a long time. That's yeah. the, the, those yeah. the Braille yeah. playing cards, little yeah. plastic yeah. ones? Yeah. yeah. You could spill on these and you'd be okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so, yeah. There you go. Um, there's a Shutter Bingo card. Because bingo is a lot of people like to play bingo. Sure. Yes. And um, these got little covers that slide down. And I actually, what I did with one client out, out west, he liked these cards, uh, but he wanted to have it brailled. So it would be easy to braille because oh, what you do, just take an embossing sheet, braille on the embossing sheet, and then you can just stick over the, the uh, just above the sliders, that, that would, like for B1, for example. So you, you could have your uh, B in braille, and then the letters, this has got 1, 9, 4, 15, and 14, just above the sliders. And there's a little slide that slide down. Let's see. So yeah. Oh, so it's... It. Or the other oh, way, no. if you buy the regular uh, braille card... Um, okay. okay, so there's, yeah, so on each bingo, yeah. I don't know what you call little holes, but there's a... A slider. A little slider that you just pull yeah. up and down, a little yeah. knob so to, to, cover the, to cover the slot. Yeah. So you don't need to use um, use chips or whatever. Right. Okay, great. Yeah, this is, oh, now this see. is a Braille bingo card, and this is a little bit different. So this has the, uh, it's, 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 all the print is erased, so you can feel the printing as well. Yep. So if you're not a Braille user, you can still feel the board as well, and 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 feel the uh, like for like for the B there's B14. Yeah. So this uh, is but yes. that one you have to use chips. Right. So uh, then you got to put the chips on it and 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 um, you play it that way. Or, or so David, these are legitimate cards at a bingo hall. You can you can use it at the bingo card yeah, yeah. hall, no problem. So this yeah. so let me just describe this. So this Braille bingo card, it's actually it's a piece of plastic. It's not a uh, like a paper card, and the little holes where the numbers are are actually indented indented squares so and at the very top of the square is the is the braille number so it says 14 and then right underneath that is a, is a raised print number that you can also feel um, but it's very very well defined and it's a sturdy you know a sturdy piece of plastic 
So would somebody buy a pack of these or would some do they yeah, come Yeah, it was individual cards and they're about $18 for a card and it comes with the chips as well. Okay. Yeah. And the other the, the one with the slide is about $6. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. Um, so you could adapt the one with the slide because the slider yeah, one yeah, isn't. That's an, yeah, just a little bit of ingenuity and, uh, you know. So uh, the, the Braille one comes with the chips and you're all set once you buy a yeah, that's right, pack. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to these games that you brought here as well, there are, there's other games such as uh, Monopoly, Backgammon, yeah, yeah, and yeah, others Monopoly, that are available. Uh, yeah, but not Backgammon. They used not to be Backgammon. Oh, yeah. Not anymore. It's yeah, gone. But, yeah, but, oh. you know, you probably could easily modify that. To make it, make it. Uh, I see. That'll be maybe one of my projects when I retire is helping people uh, make accessible games. We have checkers, though, don't we? We have checkers. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about fifty dollars for a checker set. Checker. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so what else then, have we got? And I got these are neat for the for little kids. And this is this one's called Shapes. And in this book, there's it's braille and it's got actually tactile images. So I particularly look what it like a circle feels like with a square, a square, a heart, a, a star. Um, a lot of times, seeing is is really you're seeing with your imagination. Right. You don't need vision; it's eyes to see. Because if you give something to feel it, you develop an image in your mind of what that is. So in a way, you see, but you see differently. Right. Yeah. So this so it says explore this book. No two. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> explore this book. No oh, two are the same. This is the second one. This is the counting book. Oh. Yeah. So you can finally learn how to count, Chris. <laughs> I, I, well, you know, and I, I do need to learn. It's only been 60 years. I know. You'll learn sometime. Uh, that's right. Yeah, so this, so this Te- uh, Teach an old dog new tricks. That's right. <laughs> so it says this is a square, and then above there's a there's a square sort of punched out of the out of the cardboard that you can feel. And then if I turn the page, and it says four sides like a frame. So it has like a little description of the square. That's really cool. This is a circle, round like a ball. That's neat. And the book is it's pretty sturdy. Like it's kind of um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really kind well, of a kind of a cardboard. Yeah, yeah so it's, it'll stand out to the little kids' hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are these are pretty robust. Yes, they are. Yeah, books. yeah. And I think they're around twenty-two bucks. I think around there. Um, now these are kind of neat. these are tactile. There's tactile there, but I bought tactile numbers here, but they're actually tactile letters as well. And these, they're magnetic, so you can stick them into a fridge. And so the Braille and, um, and the, the shape of the number itself. And the, the good thing is that, that would be good for everyone's children, because then they can be exposed to what Braille is as well. So are these for preschoolers, uh, David? Yes, yeah. I would say so, yeah. So this is a number four that David handed me. So it's a large plastic number four. And there's a magnet in the back. Yeah, with a magnet in the back. Yeah. And then there's a, a Braille yeah. number four on the, on the front of it. Yeah, we could you could put like little messages on the fridge or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And do they come here, as a, here's the two? Do they come sure. as a set? They do. So you, do you get all? Is it all like all the yeah, letters? Yeah, you get all the letters and all the numbers. Yeah, yeah. So there's one set for uh, alphabet, and there's one set for numbers. Oh, okay, so yeah. you. And how much are these? Around twenty-two bucks, I think, around there. Okay. Yeah. Now, Canola, because mm-hmm. this 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 podcast is obviously going out. Um, Across the country, so this is all stuff that people can order online, online yeah. as well, right? To the web store, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Another thing, big time for Christmas is the one at a clock or something that talks. Yep. Right. So we have different types of watches and clocks that talk, and um, our most popular one is the little keychain. Ten oh seven a.m. And it actually has an alarm too on it, so you can set the alarm to wake you up if you want in the morning. 
and it's really easy to set up. It's got a, it's kind of an oval shape. It's got an oval button on the front with a little display above that. And on the back, there are three buttons, and the three buttons are used for setting the time or setting the alarm. And they're about fifteen dollars. So they're not too expensive. And oh. So it's probably one of our, our big items that we sell a lot of. So David, talking clocks are pretty universal. Does the store also sell Braille watches? We have some, but not a lot of real watch. And we have the Bradley watch, which yes. is the one that's a magnetic one. It's got the little balls that go around. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I guess there isn't the demand for uh, real timepieces that there once was. No, <coughs> I think you now with a lot of smart watches coming in, a lot of people seem to be going to that because they could do so much with that, a smart watch. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, mean, the I unfor- think that's the future of, of timepieces. I think it right. might be the, unfortunately, yeah. the price is still, you know, a, 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 an accessible Apple watch will still run you quite a bit of money, uh, yeah, whereas yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you know, and is this the rooster alarm that everybody... No, I think it was just beeps. The rooster alarm, I think they've taken off. That, I think it just beeps. I'm really sad about yeah, that. I, know, yeah. <laughs> I have one. I just found a keychain the other Every, day from 2001, and I put batteries and it still works, and it has a rooster on it. So Every, I saw you for, it? So it's for a thousand yeah. bucks. <laughs> for, Yours for, and everybody else's rooster. Yeah. Yeah. For, ye- for years, everything on it, everything, like, it seemed like everything that talked... Had the Bruce yeah, right. and you didn't yeah, know whether it was yours going yeah. off or yeah, your yeah. neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> well, the story. This one, the great story I remember having is years ago in the old store, and we used to have a clock. It was from from the Army in England, and you could set up all different kinds of alarms, and had a, I must say like ten or fifteen different alarms on it. Mm. And I remember once somebody had set the cat alarm on, and it was going off at around eight o'clock in the morning. And they actually saw it with a cat trapped inside the store. And they were trying to get into the store to rescue <laughs> the cat. <laughs> that was the alarm going off. That's <laughs> funny. That's funny. That's great. Yeah. Have there been any products that, that you've seen over the years that just completely flopped, like, that aren't available anymore, maybe like from several years ago? Uh, the mosquito repeller. <laughs> Oh, oh! Tell us about tell us about that one. What was the intent is to uh, ward off mosquitoes? Yeah, that one. we had the we had some pretty weird things. What was the concept? We, I wish that? I had one of those today, actually. Yeah, you can get an app for your watch for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was right. what was the concept for that? It was had a it was this little thing, and it had a it, it made a sound, I guess, and it's supposedly the sound was supposed to keep the mosquitoes away. Okay, <laughs> you know, like the dog whistle. Yeah. Did Did you ever try it? Yeah, I don't. No, it didn't work. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think so. David, the store also sells uh, things like mobility devices, like canes. We do, yeah. Uh, both the identification canes and standard uh, yeah. long canes and so on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have uh, a different size of mobility cane. We have graphite and we have aluminum canes. And then we have support canes and an ID cane. And basically all the canes we're getting right now are from Ambutech. Right, um, yes. Compared to what we used to have, because we used to have California Canes, uh, Louis Hobert, oh, yeah. uh, NFB. Um, the graphite um, or the, uh, the cable, cable canes. Yes. I yes, remember those. Yes. yes, yes, do, you sell, yes. Uh, do you sell the old mechanical Braille writers? The, the, yeah, Brillers? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, click, click, click. <laughs> yeah. The st- the standard, yeah, we have those. The standard Perkins? Yes, yeah. we got the old Perkins. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. 1951 design. Yeah, I think so. Eh? But it still works It today. still works good, yeah, yeah. for sure. Are, yeah, so yeah. Is, if somebody wanted a, a Brailler, are those, do we stock those in the store? Uh, well, in the warehouse. I don't, so I can, but it's easy for us to get them. But they can just order, order through, the, through their uh, um, their district or... Or order online, but okay. if, some, if somebody comes, if somebody comes in off the street, you can uh, yes. go grab one. And yes, usually have they can take it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with like Daisy players for the book readers. We have Victor's uh, Stratus and we have Victor's Dreams. Okay, yeah, and we can run down just run downstairs and get them if two people need them. Yeah, yep. yeah. 
This is a daytime watch. It's silver, uh, has a large face on it, so it's an um, analog face with the hands on it. And this watch, it will give you a date and time. And the latest, the latest version is gold, and the minutes is, is silver. Um, and then they have an upgraded version of this. Uh, this is around $60. <coughs> and they have an upgraded version of this with the alarm on it. Um, it's a little tricky when you're setting the time on this, but if you listen to the watch, the watch will tell you, actually tell you what to do. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to push the button. The time is 10, 43 and I push it a second time. Yeah, I'll okay. need that because when I I'll, 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 I'll be forgetting what day it is. <laughs> every day would be a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you can change the voice. Oh, you can. Yeah. Okay. Very good. A male or female voice. I've not seen that before. Yeah. And a watch. Are any of these watches bilingual or multilingual? No. The French ones you can still get. This one I like too. This is um. It's a pendant watch. It's a gold ladies' watch, and it, well, some some fellows have bought this too because it's small. And it's on a chain, so if people don't like to um, wear a watch, it's like a little pendant watch. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah it's, it's, it, is, it is on a... It just gives you time. There's no alarms or nothing on it. Oh, well, I was going to mention too, we, we do have some watches that do have alarms on them as well, yeah. And the more expensive version of that one's around $90. It's a gold watch. And it has alarm, too. It's just a, a little more tricky setting it, that's all, because the way the, the voice part of it works. So I've got the pendant watch here. And yeah, it is, it is a, like a ladies. That uh, must be similar to the old pocket watch. Uh, yeah, idea. yeah. Remember the pocket watch? Oh, used to I have? do. Yeah, yeah. And the Braille watches, and you, yes. Did you, did you ever sell those in your time in the store? We did. We had Braille pocket watches. They yeah. were great. They were. They were. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they yeah. were really sturdy. I have a couple. Actually, somebody donated a couple to me for our, just for a, as a, um, I thought we could have a little collection of antiques. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see some of the old technology. I wish I had my old CCTV that I used to have. <laughs> what, the big wooden enclosure? It, well, the old B-Tech? Yeah, it was even, <laughs> I don't know, it was. It had all these lenses on it. It was on a stand. It looks like a telephoto lens. Oh. Okay. And it was hooked to a big, huge, gigantic TV. <laughs> it weighed about 1,000 pounds. Wow. And you had to focus all these rings when you put it to focus it, right? Oh. And, oh, God, it was a nightmare to try to use. It was pretty complex to me. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Yeah, like like I said, we've come a long way. Now we've got these little, you know, little handheld magnifiers oh, and oh, yes, handheld yeah. CCTVs, and yeah. it, it's, it's it's pretty amazing. And we have a, a a big range of magnifiers too that people can uh, can look at. Handheld. Uh, yep, handheld, yeah. and there's some sand. And we have video mags that are, are a little more complex. You can change the colors of your background of what you look at, and you, you can increase the image from different size. Some of them go from two to twenty-two times magnification. Okay. And some will actually hook into your TV set through an HDMI connection, which never heard of 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, so and then you can see the image on your TV. So if you had a 50-inch TV or now people are getting their 80-inch TVs, yeah. <laughs> you can see it blowing up on your screen on your TV. So, so there's a cool. real yeah. range of uh, variety of products that uh, the store carries. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. quite a bit. And sunglasses, they're all diff- different colors and things for different eye conditions and things like that, too. Hey, David, what about this uh, furry little friend here? Yeah, no, we, yeah. this is really cool. Uh, this is because now we're, in, I guess you all know, we're involved with guide dogs. And this is a future guide dog. And what it is, it's a little lab, uh, golden, or golden retriever. And we have a black lab as well. And, and it's got a little jacket on the back, and this is future guide dog. And it's quite cute, and they they sell for about twenty bucks. And CNIB's uh, promoting those as part of the uh, CNIB guide dog uh, yes. school. Uh, that's right. And these are twenty dollars each. Yeah, 
and uh, very cute. Thank you so much, not only for coming on uh, the podcast today, but just for your years of service. I mean, the, the number of clients that you've touched over the years is I'm truly staggering. I haven't been in Toronto that long, um, but I, I can just imagine. And I, I share Jason's sentiment too as well, David. I think uh, speaking on behalf of, uh, I think I speak on behalf of all blind people that you've come in touch with. It's It's been a real pleasure knowing you and uh, it's a, uh, a great commitment that you've had over the years to CNIB and the clients. And I think from all of us, we wish you the very best in your retirement, your health, and happiness over the years. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. that. Really yeah. From all of us, Jason and I, we wish everyone across the country a safe and happy holiday season. And we'll see you all in 2020. Right. Thanks, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. For feedback or suggestions, email us at techcast at cnib.ca. That's all one word, T-E-C-H-C-A-S-T at cnib.ca. For more CNIB Foundation podcasts, visit cnib.ca slash podcasts.